0: Subject, hot off the press, letter of regaining your focus. Letter of regaining your focus. Focus is to concentrate on one's thoughts. It is the center activity attraction or attention it is a point of consecration directed attention and emphasis focus is important because it is the gateway to all thinking perception memory learning reasoning problem-solving and decision-making Without good focus, all aspects of your ability to think will suffer and you will react off of impulse. You will react off of an urge or a desire to act out. If we cannot focus effectively, we cannot think effectively. Focus is ultimately about having full control of your mind, learning how to develop the ability to choose what you are thinking about, it is a choice. What you are feeling and what you are about to do. Right or wrong, you set your mind to it and you are willing to act out Your impulses. There's a writer named Jack Canfield published a book called The Power of Focus. He stated that power of focus is the cure of our procrastination, our lack of directions, and productivity. By applying the advice to stay focused, you can overcome the things that keep you from achieving your objectives and become the best version of yourself. Wow. And it all starts with a focused mind. (coughs) When you allow yourself to be distracted all the time, and do not have a clear single goal by having too many irons in the fire. You notice uh, some people have so many goals and can't complete now one of them because they don't know how to prioritize their goals and finish one before they go into another. Next thing you know, they got a whole lot of irons in a bucket, and ain't none of them for you. Amen. So you waste a whole lot of precious time that God has given you. And time is our most limited and most important resource. You can always learn or always earn more money, but you cannot earn more time. we must refocus our attention on God by eliminating distractions, meditating on the word of God. In addition, choosing to put your mind on Jesus over all others. And he will keep your mind in perfect peace. Amen. Amen. Prayer is an important part of focusing on God because it pulls us into a conversation with God. Whether we are praying to thank God or asking Him, or, uh, or asking Him for forgiveness for sin, worship God for he, for who He is, or bring our request to Him, brings us to a point refocusing on God when we pray. Church world is losing focus on its purpose of being the church, and that is saving souls. So we have to beware of how we get wrapped up in programs and not soul winning. Amen. Amen. Very seldom you go to a program. And then there's an altar call. Very seldom is you go to a program. And someone is offering salvation. It's all about the program. Am I right? Amen. Well. So we're losing focus on what really matters, and that's saving souls. We are taking our eyes off Jesus, keeping him as the focus of our life because we've lost sight on where he is. However, Other things in life gets most of our attention, such as family, jobs, entertainments, are just a few of what gets most of our attention. This do not mean to neglect your responsibilities. If a man do not work, he do not eat. Neither do his family. So do not twist what I'm saying. However, prioritize your life. Prioritize your life placing God at the head of the table. Run your life by Him for clear directions. Come to the meeting table with Him and to get your day started. Think about your current relationship with God. (laughs) Sit down when you got a quiet moment and evaluate the current state of your spiritual life and be humble and honest with yourself ask yourself whether you incorporate your fate in decisions you make or are you still flying by the seat of your pants know that whatever consumes your mind controls your life are you losing the fight that you once had at one time you came out swinging strong ready to fight the good fight of faith now you can take it you act like you can take it or leave it if so are you willing to fight for God we fight for everything but do we fight for God What do you mean? Let somebody do something to one of your children. I'll come hell in high water, they gotta go up somewhere and hide. Because here you come. Ain't that right, Miss Hubbard? (laughs) So why can't we put up the same fight for God? Not as though anybody's whooping God but we ought to take a stand for it. Come on, somebody. That God can be pleased with our stand. Amen. If you do not fight for more of him, you are going to lose him. The more you focus on yourself, the more distracted you will be from the path God planned for you. The more we know him and commune with him, the more the spirit will make us like him and better understand his sufficiency for all of life difficulties. Uh, when we know and consume to him, ain't a battle we can't win. Huh? If we know and consume to him, ain't a fight that you can't come out of winner. Amen. Amen. So we got to be more consumed of him in order to know how to fight the battle. Amen. When we fix our thoughts on God, guess what he do? then God repairs our mind and fixes our thoughts. We 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 redirect learning behaviors to focus on God, not on the problem. This tells us that we are not refocusing our thoughts and our view toward God because we concentrate more on the problem than we do to God of the problem. Come on, somebody. We all ought to throw our hands up on that. So we got to redirect our learning behaviors to focus on God. Listen to God, not your insecurities. Rely on God, not your own strength. My relationship with God must be my number one focus. For if it don't, I know that if I take care of that mindset, God will take care of everything else. Let us stop and study some of what the Scriptures has to say. Amen. The There's a saying. If we take care of God's business, oh, y'all know that one, don't you? If we take care of his business, he'll take care of ours. Wow. I don't know about you, but I got some business for him to take care of. Huh? Because I found out that I can't fix it. I found out I don't have the strength or the ability to fix it. So guess what? Now I must take it to the one that can do all things. Go to Isaiah chapter 26. And the verses 3 and 4. You know... Focus to the storm comes. When the storm comes, it gets your immediate attention. Because now you want to know whether it's in your vicinity. Now you need to know whether you need to go take cover. So guess what you do? You pay close attention to what the newscast or the radio is saying because you don't want to miss it if they say that the tornado is coming in your direction. Am I right about it? So guess what? If we keep our attention on God and focus on God, he will always warn us when there is a storm of life coming. Matthew 26, beginning at the second verse, but we'll go ahead on and read the first. Ain't no point in skipping it. Let's read down through four. In that day shall this song be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. Salvation will God appoint to walls and bulwarks. Open ye the gates that the righteous nation which keepeth the truth may enter in. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for the Lord is everlasting strength. Now, here is Israel singing a song in the land of Judah. And in singing this song, they were singing that they have a strong city. Am I right? And they said the Lord sets up salvation as walls and bulwarks. So open the gates that is uncomprom- uncompromisingly righteous for a nation that keeps that faith. The gates to God is open only to the righteous nations that keep the faith in God. God will give perfect peace to those whose faith is firm. Oh, guess what? Storm gonna come to shake your faith, huh? If I can just draw your mind in to Peter them when they was walking with the man of faith. Am I right? And they got in the boat, and the man of faith was down in the boat asleep, and the tempest rose, and the storm came, and the wind blew, and the boat rocked, and water got in the boat, and by the time the water got in the boat, Guess what? The faith of the apostles or the faith of the disciples at that particular time got shaken. So watch how you think that you're standing on your most holy faith. Because if the right storm blow your way, you're going to get shaken. Come on, somebody. And they went down and they woke him up and said, Jesus. Do it. Do you care that we perish? Now think about that now. You got God in the boat with you, but you worried about perishing. You got God in the boat with you, and you think that you're going to drown. If you drown, then the God that's in the boat with you got to drown. So he's telling them, where is your faith? Oh, you up, little thing. You got me with you. Don't you know when you got me with you, you can stand in a storm? My God, my God. So he had to get them to refocus their attention. And he come up from the bottom of the boat. And he looked at the waves. Check this one he looked at the waves and he told them what? Peace, be still. Now look, if the water of the sea can obey the voice of God, what is wrong with us? He said, peace, be still. He can tell your storms, peace, be still. Amen. Wow. Storms of life coming, y'all. We got some storms that's been the brew in this world. Huh? And we're going to have to be able to get down in the boat with Jesus. Huh? Because we're going to have to be able to hear him say, Peace be still. And when these storms arise in the future, it's going to cause some not to be able to refocus because they're going to lose their minds. They're going to lose all hope. Huh? Why? Because they refuse to be anchored in the Lord. Amen. So, if your faith is not firm, if it's not stable, if it's it's not unmovable and unwavering, you do not have the kind of faith that it's going to take for you to enter in the gateway of God. We're not going in the gateway of God without faith. He said when he come on the earth, he's looking for faith to be in the earth. And he also left us word To build up on your most holy faith. So guess what? There's nothing we can get from God. There is no way to enter in to God's gateway without faith. It requires trusting in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not or don't depend on your reasoning. I know we quote it, but yet still, we depend on our own reasoning. Come on, somebody. We quote it, but we think that we have enough knowledge to make it through this without depending on God. Until the point that we get our backs up against the wall and have no other place to go. And then we don't know how we're going to get out of it. Then we holler, oh, Lord. Amen. So, but look to God for clear directions. The Lord is the rock of ages. For he knows how to get you where he wants you to to be, and where he wants you to go. Let's take another brainstorm. God told Moses what to do with the children of Israel. He led them out toward the wilderness. They got to the Red Sea, and it was a dead end. Huh? When he got to the Red Sea and there was a dead end, guess what? There was no more faith left in the nation of Israel. After all God had did in the land of Egypt, he took all the demons, he knocked Egypt down to their knees. He let go to the church while Egypt was in the trap. So to the point, it had the man of God crying. Oh, God. Oh, Lord, what's next? Why are you crying to me? I done told you what to do. I done gave you my power. You done demonstrated my power all through the nation of Egypt. Take that in your hand and point it towards the sea. God, make way Just got to be refocused on God. When we think we're at our end, God got a door he finna open. Huh? When we think that we're up against a brick wall, God finna hew out a door in the wall. Come on now. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Let us go to Matthew twenty-two. of God, I realize now that we give up on God too soon. Huh? James, if he said you were gonna live to be a hundred and one, and when they got to you got to be a hundred and you was on your last leg, don't look like you gonna make it, he'll bag up a year so you can make that 101. Cause God has been known the bad time, up, yes. huh? Yes. And can't nobody can bring him into question about what he do, and how he do it. Come on, somebody. Cause he is the God of all creation, huh? Come on now. She downstairs. Uh huh. Matthew twenty-two. Verses 36 through 39. Get back on track here. Let's read it, please. Okay, uh-huh. so the Lord said, the question was asked, is one thing I must first tell you, if you don't want to know the real answer, don't ask God, or huh? uh, if you don't want to know the truth, don't ask God. Because he's going to give it to you straight. It's going to be butt naked. <laughs> huh? Come on now. And he ain't going to pretty it up. At all. At all. Amen? Amen? So, here the disciples said, Master, which is the great commandment in the law. They were looking for one answer. Huh? They said, the great they did said the great ease, the great commandments. He didn't say commandments. He said the great commandment. So they were evidently looking for one commandment. Am I right? Then Jesus said unto them, thou shalt love the Lord thou God. Now look, he could have just shortened that out. He, said, he could have just said, thou shalt love me. But guess what? He wanted to make sure that you had your focus in the right place Knowing where God sits It, yes. Amen Because he didn't come to pat himself on the back yes. But he came to glorify God yes. Amen So he put the focus point on God By saying thou shalt love the Lord thou God With all thine heart And with all thy soul And with all thy mind But guess what, most of the time what we leave out is our soul. We very seldom think about our soul. It's always about maybe our mind, half the time our heart, because sometimes we got double hearts so we don't give him all of that. Sometimes we got double minds. We don't give him all of that either. But we never think about giving him what's the condition of our soul is. Which is the most important thing in the equation because it's your soul that's got to go back to God. Mm. But your soul can't go back to God if you don't give a mind and a heart to God. They got to be all entwined and made one. Yes. That makes sense. Yes. This is the first and great commandment. Oh. So, so I can work on that one. I, uh, James, I, I, I can work Give you the answer. Then he turned around and said, and the second. So the second must be just as great as the first one. Yeah, y'all get it? Because they asked him about the great commandments. So now he giving them the part B. There was a part A and it was a part B. Then he said, The second is like unto it, thou shalt love thyself on these two commandments. Hang on the law and the prophet. That's the part that we're going to fail. Because we have a problem with loving one another. It's easy for us to say, Lord, I love you. But we have a problem of loving one another. And he said, These two, he just say one, these two hang all the law and the prophets. Wow. Ooh. So, Coco, you start rolling your eyes at me. <laughs> So nah. Come on now. It ain't going to get us the glory. We must be taught how to love God with everything. And notice, then he turned around and said, you got to know how to love one another with everything. Oh, why did God put so much emphasis on that? You know why? Because he's building a nation. And yeah, he ain't building no divided nation. He ain't getting no one side people. It, 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 if your love for me is based on the color of my skin, you ain't going nowhere. Because you don't know what color yours going to be when you get there. Uh-oh, somebody. Come on. Come on. Amen. There going to be a people from every nation from every tongue, from every language. Come on, somebody. And guess what? If you got a problem with loving black folks, how you going to get it in glory? Because it's going to be more than just us. Come on, y'all. Amen. Get refocused. Get your attention back where it needs to be. Your life is hanging in the balance. Amen. Notice he did not include your flesh in it. Huh? He included your mind, your heart, and your soul. Amen. Because your flesh... Is an enemy to loving God. Our flesh don't look here. If your flesh really loved God, we wouldn't do what we do. We love more what we do than anything. Come on, somebody. Go to go to grocery store, and all the grocery stores done. Then did away with all the ice cream and the cookies. Y'all tear that place up. You can't satisfy that sweet tooth of yours. Heaven knows what's going to happen to them grocery stores. huh? And Dollar General better not try to close the doors too early. Come on now. Y'all going to invade every store if that sweet tooth get out of control. Amen. Ain't that right there, freedom? Amen. Amen. (laughs) So we must love God from the inside out. We try loving God from the outside in. We try to pamper the outside and hope that satisfies God, but that's not what satisfies God. We got to get the inside love to satisfy God. Amen. And we lose focus on what's important and nothing, absolutely nothing, supersedes the word of God. Nothing supersedes the word of God. Not even your appetite. Not even what you want to do. Still don't supersede the word of God. Amen. Amen. Go to Matthew chapter 5, if you would, please. Verses 29. Why are you saying it? because we'll come into a time where we're going to have to be We lost sight on them. Amen. We 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 the church now thinks they call it shot, but the enemy is called lost shot. Amen. 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 The enemy done got in the churches and he's doing it this way. Because the church has lost its Matthew 5, verse 29 through 30. Look what he said. Oh, man. Uh, let's bag up. Ooh, it's tough. Let's go to 27 and come down. Let's read, please. Ye have heard that it was said by them of old times, thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you, whosoever look upon a woman to lust after her have committed adultery in his. And if your right eye offend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish and that not the whole body should be cast into hell. And if thy right hand offend thee, cut it off. And cast it from thee, for it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish, and not that thy whole body. So guess what? It's better to go to heaven half blind, huh? Lame than to go to hell whole. That's what Jesus just got to say. Amen. It is better. If your right eye offends you, he says it's better for you to pluck it out than for you to lose that one member than to lose your whole body in hell. Jesus is pointing out what is most important in your quest for eternal life. He makes the point. That you walk that your walk with God has is based on your actions in the body. In other words, just saying I love God is not enough. It's our actions that speaks louder than our words. Did that make sense? He made the point: if any part of your body is offensive, to the kingdom, it's better to lose that part of the body than your whole body to go to hell. He didn't put one thing in there that we might want to insert That is not true. He told us to guard our heart, for out of it flows the issues of life. Come on, somebody. Focus, focus, focus. natural and what you hound with your hands. It's better to lose parts than to go to hell. If your right eye serves as a trap to ensnare you or causes you to stumble, pluck it out that you can see straight. It out that you may be able to keep your feet out of hell. Our sin for actions of the body is a sure ticket to go to hell. That's our down payment, hell bound. If we don't watch our actions in the flesh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hey, hey, ain't no point in trying to button up that top button, tighten that tie up tighter, or fasten your dress up around to your chin and make it look like you ain't got no sins. That is some of in Jesus said Find it and plug it out Hmm. Focus Proverbs chapter 4 (laughs) Hey Lamont Matthew 5 went to men and women Went to the men, Lamont me, Rob, they got to get some ham and bologna. Ham and bologna. <laughs> Proverbs 4 in the verses 20 through 27. My son. When he said my son, he's speaking to you women as well. Because he's not speaking to gender. Come on, somebody. He's speaking to his creation. My son attend to my words, incline thy ear unto my saying; let them not depart from thy eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart, but they are light, and unto them that find them are healthy to all their flesh, keep the heart with all diligence, for out of it Oh, put away thee the forward mouth and perverse lips, put far from thee. Hmm. to right the paths of thy feet and let thy ways be established. Turn to the right, nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. Hmm. Probably had some stuff there, didn't it? We cannot afford to just listen to the word of God. It takes more than just listening to the word of God. But consent to it and submit to it, to the voice of the true and living God. It makes the point that you walk with God is based on your actions in The body with God. We lose our focus when we don't keep the word of God in the center attraction of our heart. God's word is life. He said it was life for those that find it. For those that obey it. It's life. And it brings forth health, healing. Deliverance, come on somebody, salvation. Look at the benefits that just being in tune with what God said. It does a whole lot that you can't even do. It does a whole lot that you wasn't able to do. Look what listening and adhering to the word of God where you were to where it has brought you today. You didn't get here on your own. God got you here. God moves some obstacles out of your way that you couldn't move. Huh? God moves some stuff out of your way that you can get focused on Him so you'll know where your blessing came from. You, He, he, he moves some stuff out your way so you'll know that it was Him that put you on a straight path. You didn't put yourself on them. Come on, somebody. I, I, I recall Lamont when Lamont said he kept riding through here and riding through here. And seeing this little church But he had no intention That this was where he was going to go But he kept riding through here And riding through here And seeing this little church Because guess what God was refocusing his mind He didn't understand what God was doing But God was orchestrating him To salvation See because it ain't places that, 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 that brings you salvation It's God that brings you salvation It ain't buildings that bring you salvation It's God that brings you salvation Amen. I know it wasn't a building because we still had grass for a parking lot. Huh? Amen. Look at God, Look at God. Amen. Amen. Huh <laughs> That must have been the pastor <laughs> I ain't playing with you Lamont <laughs> Get them pastor (laughs) So we find out that God's word is life For those who obey it It brings forth healing It is healthy to our flesh God said keep that heart guarded With all diligence Because out of it flows the issues of life Above all, we need to protect that number uno. Protect your heart. Because out of it comes everything. Amen. And guess what? And when God gets ready to judge us, what are you, what is he going to judge us? He's going to judge what's in your heart. Wow. He's going to judge us by what's in us. It's time to put a watch over our mouth. And to put perverse lips far from us, that your eyes may remain focused, looking straight ahead from distractions, that your eyes may see the pathway that God has placed for you, and your feet can walk on level ground. Amen. Don't make the mistake of looking to the right or to the left. Because guess what? Sometimes... You get to look into the right and the left, you start seeing what everybody else is doing. And when you start seeing what everybody else is doing, the next thing you know, you're trying to keep up with the Jones. Live with the means that God gave you. Don't worry about what somebody else is doing. Uh, Learn how to be comfortable in your own skin. Stop trying to jump in somebody else's skin. Come on now. God didn't fix it for me to do what you do, and he didn't fix it for you to do what I do. Come on now. God visits the individual, and guess what? He wants you to be the best version of Sometimes, Pastor, they don't know uh, what hell folks had to go through to get where they are, And it could be a payment that God gave them for the hell that they went through. Come on, somebody. Come on, that. So you don't know what what the cost was. You got to be ready to pay the cost. Amen. Amen. Have you counted up the cost? You can only count the cost up about your own life, not somebody else's. Amen. So watch your focus, point, because guess what? Your appetite can get you in trouble your appetite can get you in so much debt that you won't be able to get out of it. Come on, somebody. Amen. So watch your, Watch how you stir up your appetite until you get in over your head. A lot of folks get in over their head and then they want to do like the disciple, Jesus do you care that we perish? <laughs> Come on, somebody. Go to Proverbs chapter two. We'll read verses one through seven. Are we there? Just read it, please. If thou wilt receive my word and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thy ear to wisdom and apply thy heart to understanding, yea, if thou cry after knowledge and lift up thy voice for understanding, if thou wilt seek her as silver, and search for her as for a hidden treasure. Then shall thy understand the fear of the Lord. And find the knowledge of God. For the out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He lay up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk upright. He keepeth the path of judgment. And preserve the way amen that was a whole list of things that god said in that chapter it wasn't just a one thing that he said and all of them was instructions to the saints of god god was letting us know how to get close to him because everything gonna flow from god he said to know wisdom, and instruction to preserve. This thing changed on me. Come on. Let thine heart keep my commandment for, it is what? The length of days. Wow, you mean to tell me if we keep God's commandments, it would even lengthen our days? And then he tells us to follow wisdom and instruction, to preserve the word of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom. Y'all have to look over me. This. My tablet is jumping everywhere. So thou shalt incline thy ears to wisdom. The people of God must follow the treasure and treasure the teaching and the instructions of God. If you accept God's word, then you will be his son. This is the only way that we can be the sons of God is follow the instructions of God. You be the first one. Some of you will. You'll be the first one to want to kick your children out if they don't want to. Them. You got to go. Mind didn't give us time to tell them that they got this stuff in the left anyway. Woman, follow the hood, get But let yours. Uh, If yours don't follow your instruction, the first thing you tell them is all grown folks need their own place. Huh? Don't you ever get too grown for God. Because God has got the only place that you can really be in. God has got the only place that we really want to go. So therefore, we can't get too grown for God. Right. Amen. Amen. You may not agree with what he said, but you must abide by what he said. Amen. Huh? Amen. I know man. they never did agree with everything we said. But guess what? They know to keep it to themselves. Come on now. They might mama get together and talk about it, but <laughs> or go down in the creek and hide in the ditch from us and talk about it. That's what the car used to do. <laughs> so you might not agree with what God said, but it's important. That you follow what God said. And when I say don't agree, you might not just fully understand what God is saying. That's why you must ask God for wisdom and knowledge and to give you an understanding. God if your heart really wanna know, God will make it plain for you to know. He know who to send you to. Come on, somebody. He got a man of God somewhere sitting there waiting to explain to you what you don't know. Yep, yep. Don't go off on your own understanding. Amen. Amen. My wife got one of them friends to go off on her own standing just as cuckoo as she want to be. She just as nutty as a fruitcake. Come on, somebody. So don't go off on your own standing, understanding. You got to go to the man of God with what you don't understand. And God will send you to the right one, to the right place, at the right time. Amen. Amen.